0: Right, hello. Welcome uh, to an, another ShakeOut pod. One of those podcasts that you listen to on your, your ShakeOut, because it's called the ShakeOut pod. Alfie, how are you?
1: I'm great. I'm actually going to do a ShakeOut of myself after this podcast, so I can listen to this great podcast and then give it a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts as well. So I'm going to have a great evening. Um, so I'm great, yeah. What about you? How are yeah, you?
0: Yeah, we, we rate our own stuff here on trackster That's what we did.
1: Make fake, make fake accounts and rate it a hundred times. Yeah. What? Buy a
0: bot. Yeah. Let the bot do it over and over and over, and then we get higher and higher up chartable.
1: How do you think we've got forty thousand followers? By the way, forty yeah, thousand followers today. Congratulations. Yeah. To us.
0: Congratulations on the baby.
1: Thank the baby you has
0: turned forty thousand.
1: Yeah. Imagine if we just had forty thousand bots. No one's listening to this podcast, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we bought forty thousand followers.
1: <laughs> How much would that cost? I don't even know. Because I've never. I even don't know, put...
0: man. There's certain people in the running game we should ask, though, because. If, in fact there's... Yeah,
1: well, not mentioning any names, but you know, that's just reminding me. Actually, I need to get. I need to put some more likes on my recent post. Uh, oh yeah, we need, to, we need to buy
0: more likes today.
1: <laughs> I hope no one thinks we're being serious, because I can imagine someone is.
0: Yeah, we need to address that. Actually, we haven't addressed it on the podcast. Um, The Oh, what was the the Instagram story that just caused an unnecessary amount of beef?
1: Okay, so obviously... It was the Noah Lyles one, wasn't it? Yeah, so there was a stir of um, saying that NFL players could sprint faster than track athletes and also are stronger than track athletes or field athletes. And we wanted to sort of, you know, just cause a bit of banter. We thought adding emojis and, you know, adding sarcasm to the words would have been yeah. enough. But Grant, dot, Holloway, dot, dot is all
0: dot, Grant dot Holloway... is all you need to see.
1: Grant Holloway, for whatever reason, even though we've spoke to him in the past, on good terms with him, he knows we're on good terms with him, um, decided yeah. to call us out for capping and shared it as if we were being serious. So we got quite a lot of messages and quite a lot of unfollows um, mm. of people thinking we're actually being serious. We're not. The fastest man alive is a track runner not an nfl player and that goes by the name of michael norman if anyone's listening um and we don't believe nfl players or any people outside of the track sport can one run faster jump further throw further than a track and field athlete okay so just clarifying that um Shout out to Grant Holloway for not taking down his story, even though we obviously speak in the DMs. But it's, it's all love for him. Um, but it's just funny that people actually thought we were being serious. Why? Why would a track? Why would a track and field? Well, running page say that? Like, I don't understand. I don't even know enough about the NFL to even begin talking about that. Like, wide receivers are they the quickest ones? Like Tyreek Hill and stuff. But he used to be a track athlete anyway. So we're British, we don't
0: know what's going on. It was a joke, we're very sarcastic people. Allow it if you see something in the future and you think that can't be right, that doesn't surely, surely they wouldn't say that. There you go.
1: But saying that, LeBron James would score more points in a decathlon Mm. than Aston Eaton, so
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I'm I'm just trying to think. Like, Ronaldo would beat Carsten Warhol over 400 hurdles, like 100%.
1: Yeah, just because it's pure athleticism, obviously. Yeah, but
0: but that's only like two people who would genuinely beat track athletes.
1: We really need to stop because people think we've been serious with that as well. (laughs) Let's just answer some questions. Let's just answer some questions. Let's answer
0: some of the questions. I want to start off with that that YouTuber question because I think that's a good one.
1: Okay, well let me how do you want to work it i'm guessing the question for anyone asking um is god if you could create the ultimate youtube team who would be in it yeah i don't think so that's is six runners i'm guessing are we going off six six scorers is it six
0: yeah i reckon we go six scorers and then like the the two like traveling teammates
1: Okay, just to a, make Or them. a
0: traveling team, mate, just, just to chuck someone else in the mixer.
1: Okay, okay. So, sorry for anyone in the US who might not know some of the UK ones, and sorry for anyone in the UK or anywhere else who might not know some of the US ones. Um, but I've got a bit of a mix. So, do you want to go first or shall I go first? And are we saying all six or are we going through each one separately? Like well, one we're going to have to
0: have a male and female team.
1: Or we could have a three, uh, three males, three females from each.
0: Let's do that. Let's do that.
1: Okay. So.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll let you go. For that. That. Yeah. Okay. That makes it tough. Wow. Okay.
1: Well, it does make it very tough because there's not actually that many female YouTubers. Joe, you like all-out YouTubers for cross-country running, anyway.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, I mean, Alio takes up what 70% of the reason why everyone watches Athlete Special. So two. Alio counts.
1: And then there's there's Emma Abraham. Ab- 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 I can't speak. Emma Abrahams, yeah. Yep. Who can obviously be, um, one of the, cross country in one of the teams. We want well. to
0: promote so, more women YouTubers of the running world. Please DM us, send us like footage and stuff, and we'll we'll promote your channels and we can work together on stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, Becky Briggs has a YouTube channel. So does she? Yep. So that's two. And then I might go with Alio. So, in this case, I'll start off um, so the three of each. I'd say Ben Parks as selection number one for the cross country team. Yeah, that's strong. Um, male number two would be Everett Silva. Because mm-hmm. he's got his own channel. And then Male number three would be probably Eastern. Eastern Oakridge. Uh, yeah, probably. Just because I want to talk smack Over about Charles. the athlete special, Zach Levitt and Ben Crawford. Uh, <laughs> so you're
0: not, you're not sticking Charles in there.
1: Oh no, yeah, Charles. Of course, I'm sticking Charles in there. Take up Ben Parks. I was joking about that anyway. It's Charles Hicks, Eastern, and Everett. I'd go with for the men's. Sure. And then on the women's side, I'll stick Alio in there because she's she is basically the Athlete special channel. Um, yeah. Emma Abrahams, the, but, but I can't say that word. Um, Emma I'm Abrahams. Sure, Abra- Emma Abrahamson, I think it is. I just can't speak. Um, and then Becky Briggs because she technically has a YouTube channel. So, And then for the two people who are making up the team, I'm going to go with Ben Crawford and she's in YouTube, so I'm going to say Emily Venters, just because I'd want her there, because she's just a great person, Um, even though that, she hasn't got a YouTube channel, but she technically has.
0: That is fair enough. So I'm going to go, there's a girl at Arkansas called Abby Gray, who is like one of the best athletes over at Arkansas at the moment. She has a YouTube video. I don't know whether she still uploads like that often. Uh, then I'm going to go for another girl called... Um, uh, I forgot how do I pronounce the name. Uh Cecilia Minard, another athlete over in the US who's been in the vlogs and stuff. And then it's gotta be it's gotta be Becky Briggs. That's it's to got me. like animal. Does does more I mean, I saw on a Tuesday she'd done like a I don't know, I saw like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it looked like she was averaging like eighteen for those three days. I'm thinking this is serious. So I'm and she's run what for a half, like seventy seventy two, I
1: think monstrous,
0: monstrous. So yeah. Yeah. And then on, on the guys side of things, I'm going to throw Everett and Charles. Um, and then there's a fantastic athlete that I want everyone to go and follow on all social channels and goes by the name of the Welsh runner on YouTube. Just look at Welsh runner on all social channels. You'll find him. He recently did. Um, he recently took loads of Strava segments in his local village, uh, Absolutely hammered all of them. Uh, Great YouTube channel. Really educational. Uh, He's also the inspirational bloke from London Marathon who picked up the guy in the last, like, 100 metres.
1: Do you remember that, Alfie? I do remember that.
0: Yeah, that guy. So follow that guy because he's quick, witty, quick. He's got a lot of strong segments.
1: And he'd pick you up in a marathon if you fall. What yeah, you need. exactly. Because I know certain people, you included, Rory, you'd probably step on people's ankles and legs if they fell over. Do you know what I mean? Uh, if
0: someone in front of me falls over, that's a free place.
1: Kick them. Uh, that's what I'd do. I wouldn't kick them. So, Depends
0: on how well... If, if I'm having a very bad race, and I'm thinking this could be my one redeeming factor if I help this guy up. And there's going to be, you know, photos and videos. I've done nothing significant in this race, right? I'm, I'm not going to be getting any headlines anywhere see someone struggling, I think, yeah, today I might do that. Sprint finish and the guy falls over? Not a chance.
1: So I've just thought of something, and I'm I'm on the verge of tears right now because it's upsetting that we've done this. We upload YouTube videos and we haven't picked ourselves
0: Because we're really, really nice people and we don't want to appear vain on our social channels. We are a news medium. We're not trying to Impose. Yeah,
1: completely unbiased as well. Hence why we haven't picked the athlete special because he's trash. Um, yeah. He's, he claims to be, you know, the king of Boulder, king of Seattle. He's just a big simp. And to be honest, don't have time for him. Don't have time for him. And, lovely guy. <laughs> lovely guy. I'm
0: just gonna... Yeah,
1: we are joking about that as well. We don't actually bully him. We're very good friends with Spencer. It's just, you know, you've got some things have got to be done and, you know, Calling them out on his It's character like.
0: building. It's literally just character building.
1: We've actually got, you don't know about the shit, Rory, so it's going to be a surprise for you, but just everyone keep an eye on the YouTube channel. I've got a surprise on the way. What is going to be fun? It's going to be funny. Um, don't want to give too much away, but j- just wait. Hopefully, in the next week or so, uh, big YouTube video coming. Lots of clickbait, plenty of views, you know. Lots
0: of big names on there
1: from what yeah. I've seen so far. Oh, yeah, you do know about it. What am I about you? See the DMs. I don't know why I'm saying that, as if yeah. you're not on the account. Yeah. Um, moving away from that, before someone says we've missed out, someone like I don't know Zach Levitt or something. Because I don't think either ever said him. Um, no. just purely because he's the next Ryan Treyhan. I'm joking again. I Love Zach Levitt. Just you know. Next question. Is track better than football?
0: Well, it depends because. It's two very different sports and it's two, um, I mean, obviously, personally, we're going to say athletics and I think athletics because we work harder than anyone else and we don't see the give back of everyone else. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I do. And but like In terms we'll... of
0: career prospects.
1: Yeah, that's true. Sometimes
0: like, we put a lot of graft in. And you've got to be like top of the top of the top to be making like good good money.
1: Yeah. Well, if you if you talk, if you think about runners who are on football money, there's probably one, two, three yeah. in the world. Uh, probably two. Kipchoge and Sydney McLaughlin are probably the only two, really. Cheserek. Oh yeah, and also Andrew DeGrasse. <laughs> um, I've heard he's got like a twelve million for four-year probably Michael contract. Norman. I don't know what he's on. To be fair, Britson's up there as well, probably. But Lyle's is up there. Okay, so there is a few decent ones, but you know you've got to be, you've got to be the best. But you've got to be
0: one of those names. Yeah. Otherwise, it's uh, otherwise it's, it's it's doable. But I guess it is for what it is. It's still not what what the footballers are. In. But we don't bring in the money that footballers do. So it's one of those things where it's like we are gonna change that and yeah. force money into the sport so that
1: everything's cool. Everyone uh, share Traxter's posts and get us famous and then we can give back to the sport by you know. Uh, don't know how. Yeah,
0: while you're
1: at, just set up a GoFundMe. Yeah. Link in the description. Uh, no, there won't be a link in the description for a GoFundMe, but we should <laughs> definitely stop. Um, someone's asked for a full workout plan for the 5 and 10k. Sorry, I don't think we'll be able to cover that right now.
0: Just not. We're just not insured to say it, really, Uh, because like, unofficially, just run you know one hundred and fifty miles a week, uh, no rest days, and just okay. I actually don't want to say that. No, don't do that. (laughs) Do not do that. When yeah, no, can't. can't. Everyone's different, and everyone should have a personalised training program.
1: I'd say for everyone, yeah, everyone's different. Tempos and thresholds, pretty universal though. So that's 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 a good start. Tempo thresholds, hills, speed work, mileage, strength work, diet, sleep, recovery. Sorry if you can hear my sister shouting. This podcast's not getting edited by the way, so it's completely raw.
0: <laughs> straight through. Straight through.
1: Um again, apologies if you can hear anyone speaking. Um, next question. God, these are some weird questions. I'm intrigued. But so once someone's asked who's the most freaky runner um what I'm going to say Matthew and or Craig Engels I'm not sure what context you mean but I'm pretty sure they can cover every single context possible um, yeah we, we
0: yeah that's a
1: use your imagination that's a move on yes um training weeks of some elite runners slash triathletes so I'm guessing we're going to have to use our knowledge here of you know Inside insider knowledge of some people's training, um, you drop some you drop some sessions or some some training weeks you've heard of. You don't need to mention names, but you know, reel some off.
0: Like actual training weeks,
1: training weeks, training I sessions.
0: Actually, I actually don't really like know people are not like secretive, but especially at the minute, like you don't really see much. I don't have Strava, so I don't really look at people's like sessions on Strava. But like, I mean. What was Butchart doing the other day? Butchart and Yee reeled off a pretty disgusting session, I'm sure. I can't remember exactly what it was, but um, yeah, I probably couldn't I probably couldn't reel one off, to be honest. I mean, oh actually, yeah. Yeah. Tyler Day, Rory Link letter, all the Nazalite guys, eight by a K off like a minute recovery. And then a flat out 5k at the end, right? Rory Linkletter goes 1416 after 8 by a k. You're thinking ah, that's disgusting. Tyler Day went 1401. This is at altitude. It
1: is kind it's kind of disgusting. Yeah. Like I could only probably run like 1340 wow. or something. You know what I mean? What um, at the end? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely.
1: No, I, I, to be honest, altitude's a different ball game. So I actually couldn't. I feel like at sea level, Maybe like 14.30 ish. 14.40. A yeah, yeah. Let's play it. It's 14.40. Let's play it safe. Um, but at altitude 17. Something like that. I don't know. I've never Probably. actually been to altitude so I wouldn't know. I've only slept in an altitude tent so I actually couldn't tell you how it changes. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Next question. So Sorry about that, intermittence sir. Um, God, I've, I've taken myself off guard here. But again, it's raw. What is the funniest thing you have ever witnessed within the running community slash on a run?
0: Within the running community or on a run? That's a tough one. I mean, I really know. Like, I've not had many, like, absolutely outlandish ones i've definitely not like some of the ones that i have that i could say i just don't want to because like i could go back to world cross and talk about the after party there and what happened there but that would be irresponsible yeah for me to talk about so we can't do that
1: um and so yeah that's that's a bit of a tough one um i want to say the American, is pretty lit. sorry go what on. Nothing. My poll
0: over at Nationals was quality. Actually, if you put that in slow motion and put Titanic music over, it might pop off on TikTok. Well, that's what I'm doing tonight. Just decided. Um, so that's great. One of the funny things was there was American, There was an American dude. who was like, if I get enough votes on an Ameri- on this like Instagram poll the night before World Cross, he'd get to the beer tent at the top, like midway through the race and like down a beer. And he did it.
1: He did it midway at World Cross. World Cross. I'm not about that. I'm not about that. Why? Hilarious. Why ruin your world cross for?
0: Oh yeah, no, it was like silly, no doubt. But
1: see, if it was a sport where everyone knew, like if it was any other sport, it'd, it'd have gone, it'd have blown up. But because it's running, no one, uh, no one yeah, seems exactly. to care. But,
0: like in terms of like PG stuff, I don't know. It's quite boring. Like I haven't got any PG stuff that I could just be like reeling off her.
1: Um. Yeah, same, to be honest. I feel like if I could recall back to some things, then um, they're funny. I could tell you something what's disturbing, but what's sort of, you know, it is a bit funny is, do you know, I can't remember if it was George or Charlie Wheeler, when they got that letter and they decided to lead Buck's Crash Country Race um, and held held up a letter.
0: That was quality. Yeah, that was Charlie. Um, But then also...
1: yeah. They're known for spitting on each other during races, so you know, yeah, it's kind of disturbing. That might be, that might be part of the most freaky runner, you know.
0: Great pair of twins, really good pair of twins. Odd blokes, the pair of them. George is currently now out in Lamar and does like ten mile tempos on zero foot elevation squares. Uh, looks cool, but very boring. Seems to love it, as does Declanery. So,
1: all have yeah. amazing mustaches. All, all have the ability. To grow amazing muscles. Yeah. They're basically all Craig Engels, pretty much.
0: Yeah, well, Jordan, who I live with, who went to Lamar, fantastic facial hair, really good looking guy. Follow him on Instagram. He's just put a post on uh, today, which uh, was a pure vanity post, followed by a witty maiden Chelsea comment afterwards. Really,
1: good post really good, yeah. really good. someone's yeah. asked is alfie's girlfriend the best yes or yes that's hilarious yes i wonder
0: who who sent that in whoa oh my god i can't shocking shocking i can't believe you sent that in that is that's a real turnout for the books
1: yeah so i'm gonna say no she's not that's not really an option but back to the proper questions Okay, Favorite track XC course in the world? So, track or XC or both in the world?
0: I'm, I'm going to say hus, because that was absolutely mad. And it was like, I've never had a race that's like written me off for like two and a half weeks afterwards. I couldn't walk.
1: Was that worse?
0: Yeah. It was absolutely like after the race, I was like tired. Then went on the night out and stuff. Everyone walking back onto the plane the next day was broken. And that's from like juniors to like Ross Millington. Like Ross was walking there like he'd been shot in both legs several the, times.
1: I'd have, I'd have never been able to handle that course because I'm the biggest wuss when it comes to being in pain. So I'd have, been abs- I'd have been strolling on that plane. I'd have been going for a tempo the next morning. Yeah, I
0: yeah he would have jog, jogged the race and then tempoed in the evening.
1: I'd, I'd have crossed the finish line and started sprinting and sprinting around, maybe done another lap. So I'm yeah. like, um, since, since you had to throw international running in there, I'm going to say Seville is probably my favourite um, cross country race. Yeah.
0: The Spanish it, courses are so much nicer than ours.
1: Yeah. They're like American courses, but even harder ground. Like They're just a bit more like,
0: like they're over a smaller area with more laps, but they're yeah. just like kind of cooler courses. I don't know what it is because like even, was it El Bar when I got absolutely hammered? Hi everyone. Yeah, I think it was our go-bar. Well. And like, it was just so technical and like in and out and swervy. And it was like, the courses I had in Spain are cool. Really yeah.
1: Cool. The fast as well, really fast. Especially when you get yeah. Wazima Mass turning up and taking it out like an absolute rocket. Um, <laughs> no one saw what yeah. Rory did. And just use <laughs> no your imagination. No one needs to know. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm, I'm going to sort of, favourite track to ever race at god none of them <laughs> I've never really raced it what's tra- favourite track to race at. Um, um, probably like Gateshead or something English Schools is always yeah, fun yeah a lot of
0: history behind it
1: or like yeah Trafford's always a, always a movie it's always fun to race at Trafford Trafford's um, always
0: quality because the track's 370 metres and the atmosphere is always good
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's like less than three hundred and seventy meters, really. If you don't run a PB at Trafford, you know, sorry. Did Rory. you really go to Trafford? Yeah, yeah. Unless you've got that's the photos, gra- grainy photos on a on a Tuesday night at Trafford, it's always there. We go. Um, that's
0: that's what matters.
1: Sorry, I feel like anyone who doesn't know what Trafford is or any of these things we've been speaking about is sort of probably already turned off the podcast. So let's let's switch it up again and try and speak about something a bit more. Um, Universal Universal, yeah Um, I'm trying to find a question what's actually appropriate Who has more
0: drip, Centurates or Craig Engels? Well, what we've got to say first of all between these two is their drip is incredibly different Uh, Centurates is more like your classic drip drip, Engels is your sort of out there drip, you look at it and think questionable but pulls it off, therefore drip, Centurates is like if if you think about the word drip, you think about what he does, right? Engels is drip just a little bit different.
1: Yeah, Engels is like the drip, the quirky drip in it. Like, you, so you, yeah, Centurists is like it's not your mainstream drip, but it's sort of you know, it's what you'd want to be. And but then you see Craig Engels walk past, and you're like, damn, I wish I could pull that off. That's sort mm. of. I don't know why I just used damn. I've never used the word damn in that context before. Um, yeah, we speak to
0: too many Americans.
1: Yeah, we do. You said dude early. I was like, what? Um, you do have an American passport, though, so you can get away with it. Um, That's true. I'm going to say Engels has more drip.
0: Okay. Uh, I like that.
1: The next question
0: is actually kind of an interesting one because I feel like we, we probably both actually have relatively good answers for it, which is uh, what's the biggest regret you have about your running career and why? First of all, Eric... Oh, no, can't say his name. First of all, whoever asked this, <laughs> we have not finished our running careers. They have not really even started. So um, we're still going, but we do have, I'm sure that we have regrets to a certain
1: degree already. Yeah, I've probably got two big ones, really. More than anything, actually.
0: I'd say like regrets, you, you learn from them because if you didn't, like, you have to have them. Otherwise, you wouldn't have learned lessons from them. So they are important to have. Yeah. Not so much regrets, but kind of. Anyway, go on, your
1: two. I've got three, actually. Um eating terribly eating a terrible diet and oh, it yeah. still messed me up to this day and i'm still trying to get over it and i feel like it's affected my running astronomically so that's one number two knowledge of training and sort of doing the wrong training for so long that's a big one because again years and years of wasted running um as in gaining performance um and then f- number three is actually being an absolute wuss in races like that's a big regret of mine just n- not pushing myself hard enough in races and right. that's, that's probably the biggest maybe nah maybe the diet thing but like not pushing yourself in races there's no point in racing and I just don't do it so well I started to do it but that's probably yeah that, that, they're my three biggest uh, what's yours um
0: uh... Probably there's been a few races where like I just kind of keeled. Like when things started hurting, I just sort of like was like, okay, whatever. Like like there was Mansfield Cross Country Relays last year when the weather was like dreadful and our team was like really low down going into third leg. I was like, I actually can't be bothered to like hurt myself here, Um, which you should should never really do. But like you've got to do it once or twice to know not to do it again. Um, And then on the other ones is like going to big races and not feeling like I belong in the field like I've been to it was the last Europeans where I had like a bit more confidence maybe too much confidence uh when I kicked with a mouth to go silly Roy absolute meh but like in the 3k beforehand I was sort of like oh my god I can't believe I was going on just nervous really I don't want really to get nervous anymore but like I went through a phase where I got quite nervous so probably I'd say not using nerves in the right way um and then lastly when you think you're injured don't train through it so in lockdown when there was literally nothing else to do but run i was caning training i was on an absolute icarus mode like wings melting uh bones hurting sort of thing and then when i got a bit of a a bit of a problem in my tid post i just like trained through it and uh don't do that if you think you've got think you're starting to get an injury, take a few days off, take a week off, take two weeks off, do whatever you need to do to get rid of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, it's one of them things where you look back at it and you're like, why on earth did I do that? Um, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it makes completely no sense as to why I would have done
1: that. Even though like you're clever enough to know not to do it and you still like go and do it, it's, it's strange. Like when I did yeah. that backflip off that trampoline and almost broke my shin, I knew I shouldn't yeah. have done a backflip off the trampoline. I yeah. did it and was out for two weeks and then I'm still scared to this day that my knee's just going to snap. Machine, sorry um yeah like and, and you confident. never
0: and like that's always gonna like in your head until it's like sort of completely gone but it's weird because like, I would look at someone else and if if I heard like they had a bit of an injury and they were training through it like, I'd be thinking what an idiot like why are you doing that and then I think back and it's like okay I did that and it looked stupid and I wouldn't do it again um I try not to do it again but yeah so don't don't do that now
1: Alfie have we got any other questions or I've, do got, we think that- I've got two more if that's okay with you go. Go, go, the go, most go. difficult distance
0: um, I'd probably say two- 800
1: yeah I've got opinions on this I want to say 800 yeah because it's yeah. probably the most painful yeah but if someone told me we would, I'd rather do a flat out 800 or a flat out marathon <laughs> I'd say about yeah. out 800. Yeah. Because going through pain for probably 90 minutes, you probably, or an hour in a marathon, even a yeah. half marathon, half marathon might be the most painful because that's fast for an, like, over yeah. an hour. Or steeplechase, 3K steeplechase, brutal.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, 3K i don't mind like it even, nah. it's it's weird because I, it's like it's it's slower than your 15 but not like miles slower yeah um it's a lot quicker than your 5k pace
1: maybe 15 maybe 1500
0: 15 potentially up there i i reckon like i i'd probably say 800 um i'd probably say 800 i think i it just like the fact that so many world champs races go out in like a 50-51 and then they run like another 53 after that or like a 52.
1: Yeah. It's definitely the most painful. Like you're not going to be in more pain than coming down the home straight of an 800 metre race.
0: By the same token, I can't imagine anything worse than running a championship marathon and getting detached from a group and being by yourself for like the
1: last 15 miles. Well, yeah, that that sounds worse. So that's, that's why I'm like struggling to say one. But the 800, okay, 800 marathon. I, I guess, yeah, 800 a marathon—that's fair. Um, 400 Half hurdles marathon. is apparently horrible, oh. but yeah, I mean,
0: I can imagine It's like the, the annoying thing for that is like stride pattern. Like you've got to know how many strides you're taking in between yeah. each hurdle. Like that—that's. I mean, I guess it would be ingrained into your body after a while, but still a lot to think about when you're trying to race.
1: No, absolutely, it's. It's you sort of want to push, you want to sprint, but you can't sprint because you've got to maintain your stride pattern. Um, that's why mm. what Walholm and Benjamin and Sambo are doing at the minute is even more remarkable, and but uh, Mohammed and McLaughlin on the women's side as well. Like running that speed yeah. whilst making sure your technique is perfect and hurdling, it's it's crazy. So, yeah, sorry, two more questions. This Go one on. is asked by someone in the UK from Bristol. North versus South, who has the better runners? Oh it's obvious. God. It's the North. In fairness, yeah,
0: Wigfield just
1: from thirteen,
0: thirty-six. It, so. used to,
1: it used to be the South from like ages under thirteen to under seventeen, the South easy, but then the That's North. With the North, we're just better. Like we're just built different. Like the South, just haven't got it in the locker. Um, for anyone listening from the USA the south of England the, it's like the different Like I feel like in the US the north is like more classy than the south whereas in the UK the south is posher than the north quite considerably yeah. Um, yeah. but the north are just like you know actual sh- strong mentality um, just <laughs> better better all round humans really i think southerners like come on southerners like
0: and this is where we get our next chunk of unfollows
1: no i'm i was obviously <laughs> but like if you ask anyone from the north what do you think of southerners the answer's always going to be the same and i it,
0: it goes it goes back to the classic like if you if you're british you just get it north and south divide yeah like it's yeah. just like, yeah. You, you just kind of get it if if you're from like the UK. It's the same as like in the US if you talk about like East Coast, West Coast, and then like the the south of the, the US. Like everyone's got their opinions and the different different yeah. people from different places, sort of things. Um so yeah. What what was your last question?
1: Um I've just thought who would win in a fight out of the north and south, definitely in the north, just for some more context. Um the last yeah. question is is do you know? We are a running podcast, so I thought let's answer a running question again. What are your thoughts? Because mm. we get this quite a lot. What are your thoughts about the threshold training that the Inga Britsons use? Because it's not the generic threshold, it's like repetitions, isn't it? Um, yeah. And I feel like that's quite a good thing to touch on because everyone, everyone always messages us saying, Why did Inga Britsons do this? Aren't you supposed to do thresholds for a sustained amount of time? And yeah. if you're having short recovery, and the ingredients do it so they can test their threshold and keep control so they can do double days of yeah. threshold. And if you're having short recovery, your body doesn't recover in time to lose the threshold as much. So like yeah, you'll be back to your threshold within like twenty seconds. So it's yeah. it's it's technically the same as doing it continuously, but you can constantly check they check their blood through a like pricking the <coughs> thumb. Um yeah you can make sure you're actually running the right threshold pace and making sure your lactic levels are within the zone. Um, Yeah. So I think it's more effective. There's a reason why they're probably the best. Like, Jakob is probably the best non-East African runner ever over 1,500. Well, he is. Yeah. Other than Sebco. Even though he's quicker than Sebco, I'd say Sebco is obviously still better because of his medals and stuff. But
0: Yeah. And it's like Sebco would, like, obviously... Would have been able to win a world 800 champs like Jakob can't, but by the same token, Jakob could win a 15 world champs and a 5k world champs. Yeah, and Jakob is probably at some point, hopefully, going to be able to even do that over 10k.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like he could probably run 26 something over 10k, which is, is, is yeah. 20. But so... again, going back
0: to the threshold stuff, it's like well, if you imagine like let's let's say this isn't threshold, but it's it's a similar thing where it's like if you had 30 times 200 with 200 jog and that 200 was at 15 pace, you get 6K done at your 1500 pace. Yeah. Like, that that's a lot of time operating at 1500 pace, but your body's allowed to recover in that 200 jog.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, Jakob does probably 20K on a double threshold, yeah. day of threshold. So that's 20K of threshold. Um,
0: Which is more than you want to get done at once, but it also interrupts your body because, like, if, if your body is being interrupted each of those times and it's like going up, it's going down, your heart rate is coming up, coming down. It's just, it's just getting your body to deal with a bit more adversity.
1: Yeah. So I think closing opinion on it, I think it's a great way to train threshold, um, especially for your 5k 15 guys. Um, I love it. I love training it. Um, whether that's five minute reps for the mile or, you know, just over three minutes for the three K. I know your lactate like take thresholds now quicker than three minutes for three K Rory, which is scary, but, um, Come on! <laughs> I'm gonna to have to, I'm gonna to have to um, call that down to a faulty test. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna have to call it down I don't to, want to believe that, that
0: yet. That lactate threshold. I was looking, I had a meeting with like the uh, the person who like assessed it in the lab today. That the the results that came back from that were actually they were fun. It was it was a fun day. It was a fun day.
1: It just needs to put it into a race now. Everyone listening.
0: Yeah. Exactly catch me doing a time trial some point soon
1: i'm probably bottling it i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking probably probably Um,
0: this is the first time for like context this is the first time in like a well not a long time like since probably five weeks after armar that i've been in good shape again like really good shape because in armar i was still like rope yeah I just managed to pull it like pull it out the bag out of complete like basically going out 3k like just sort of crazy and then hoping to hang on sort of thing Um, but I probably surpassed where I should have been at Armagh and then obviously keeping that training going five weeks after Armagh that's when I properly got into shape and then I got injured because lockdown anyway so this is the first time since then which was like what how many months ago Where, where are we November? Okay, yes it's been a while
1: yeah a long time this year's all fallen into one though to be fair so actually yeah. I, was, I was trying to speak to someone earlier and i was talking about january time i was like yeah six mm. months ago and i was like wait mm, no
0: yeah that's the thing like everything just blurs into one i reckon we do another podcast soon about like coming back from injury um and talking about like you know being smart and like building back up from injury that that could be one of the next ones
1: yeah and i think I'm trying to think of something to end it on some sort of clickbait beef. And I can't really think of anything Mm. off the top of my head. So I'm gonna say something what's probably better is that we're getting Donovan Brazier on the podcast. Um yeah. So that's gonna happen soon. Um, which is exciting. Great guy. Love him. So yeah, look out for that. He is rather fast to be fair. He is he's decently fast. Um you know, world world champion. It's, it's all right. He's he's good going, isn't it? Um, yeah. Also, I think we should get Bertie Bob on the podcast, which would I think be the most popular podcast ever. It'll blow up. Probably we need to make that fun.
0: on a visual podcast. Like we need to have this and him. Like we should do a drill session on Zoom.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess we should. That'd be good. Um, as long as I don't have to wear what I'm currently wearing, because uh, I'm currently. No, in, I wouldn't want to see you. In, yeah, Alfie's uh,
0: currently stark
1: naked. No, I'm not. I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing a um, it's called an hoodie. They're basically these massive hoodies, or what do you call them in America? Jumpers, hoodies? Do they call them hoodies in America?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Sweatshirt. Like, I don't know.
1: That was a terrible American accent.
0: It. It's like a blanket hoodie.
1: Yeah, so it's like a huge, like extra, 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 extra large. It's all fluffy, giant pockets, basically like a duvet cover quilt cover um, yeah. type of thing but yeah so I, if I, I will wear this I will wear it it's covered with sloths okay. you know I feel like that's going look good. to be
0: a difficult watch but yes and I guess bringing it to an end thank, thank you for listening to the podcast stay yes. alert for the Brazier podcast and good night
1: and also remember split shorts over half tights is cool. Thank you for listening. I can't stop recording. That is great.